It's Survivor's Friendly Fire Show, episode 207, for the start-ish, middle-ish of August 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Wright. Joining me is my friend and yours, and my friend for 10 years and, like, two months, two weeks? I don't know, whatever. That I used that joke last time. Anyway, Ben Salter. Hi, Ben Salter. How are you? We're back. Um, very good. I've avoided COVID. Everyone in my life seems to have got it at the moment, so, uh, yeah, I keep just saying, no, I haven't had it, and people death-stare me now. But anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's all good. Well, are you so? How is your in the office ness? I guess you're in Adelaide, so that was always kind of always a thing always, that you were doing. Uh, I was always in the office. Today I wasn't, so I, I occasionally have a day at home, and I'm much busier than I am at work because it seems like every that's when everyone wants you, as you would know when you're not there, and you can just have to take ten calls in a row. Uh, but that's fine. All good. That's what life is now. Uh, yeah, back to normal. How are you? Good. I went to the gym the other day and did like really wow. low weights to try to get my back back in gear. Oh yeah, sorted. Back chat. Yeah, back chat. No, it's good. Um, it's getting better, but yeah, like everyone is getting COVID, so I'm like I don't have to go into the office, so I probably won't that much. And I did on Monday, and that's when the metro train system was delayed by thirty minutes across my line because that's exactly what happens when you go into work instead of just staying at home in your pajamas. But I digress. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, all we had to revisit from last week was uh, we were doing a lot of back compact gaming. No, not back compact gaming on a real 360. We each had a game to play. Did you do your homework? I did not really. Actually, I played about half an hour of The Godfather on Xbox 360. Not bad. I played about terrible game. zero minutes zero. of Dark Athena. I, uh, I finished the last achievement in Fall Guys instead. And I'm... Uh, inching ever closer to stopping playing roller champions because i've oh. hit the last two achievements that i need it's so. a weird addiction that game has on you uh, <laughs> it's not an Godfather. addiction it's just like a duty it's like a necessity it's it's anyway sorry it's got a hold over you yeah pretty yeah. much it's you yeah it owns you uh godfather is one of those weird games from the mid-2000s where most of the characters look pretty dodgy in ps2e but then they have like marlon brando must be licensed and he looks really good like surprisingly good for that era so the and entire the budget went to to him yeah so like he looks yeah. good he's well i only played the first 45 minutes he's barely in it but he's, he makes a, an entrance early on uh and you're kind of like maybe this game's gonna look good and then you have traditional like when they just given characters fingers early on in like they didn't have the triangle the flat hand anymore they had individual fingers oh. uh and that was kind of like a I don't know if they purposely did it or i just noticed it because it was so jarring they're like everyone's got their hands up to show off their fingers um anyway it doesn't hold up that well no i i didn't think it was going to but i'm i'm uh i'm happy that you tried yeah at least at least you can say you tried and that's half the battle are you gonna are you gonna stick with it are you gonna keep going well i gave up and then i ended up playing uh the secret of monkey island which is back and pat so i played that on an xbox series x uh and actually i don't know any of the the technical side of back and pat but you know how uh, old games like render internally at a higher resolution so it's like actually rendering at 4k or 1440p or whatever it does that game looks amazingly good on a series x because it's like super uh, like cartoony uh images so they they upscale or whatever's happening really well so it doesn't even need a remaster it just looks good um i'm sure people will say how dare you play that with a controller but it works okay so i'm one third of the way through being ready to play return to monkey island now 
Nice. Yeah, I need to. I probably need to do that. I've never played Monkey Island, to be honest. I was on like a full throttle. What are those other ones? The the like the Lucas Arts ones. Full throttle. Oh yeah, there's a bunch. Day of the, the Tentacle, but more. I've never played that one. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, they're not too bad. They don't look amazingly great sometimes, depending on how old they are. But they're still, and they have that weird like point and click logic sometimes where. It doesn't necessarily make sense, but, you know, the games are 20 years old or whatever. There's guides. If you get stuck, you can just go and Google what to do. Um, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Well, the 360 versions of Monkey Island are both like remakes. So you can play with the original early 90s visuals or you can play with the uh, totally redone and fully voice acted ones, which I'm sure the purists hated because it's not the same thing. But I think it looks good. So I'm happy with it. Nice. Good on you, Ron Gilbert. Despite (laughs) all the hate you're getting online, I like it. Well, I hope that extends into the sequel, regardless of what you think of its art style, and we're not getting into that. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about? I had a weird thing that happened that I might as well talk about because it happened this morning. Go ahead. I um, was in my My Telstra app on my phone, and I'm like, oh, I should probably check and see if I can save money on my mobile plan. And I could. I saved like 15 bucks and got 15 gig of extra data just because I was off a plan and my plan was kind of legacy and stupid. So I fixed that up, saved some money. And I'm like, I have all these points from like the Telstra rewards program. I'm going to use them. And I was just going to get like a normal Xbox controller for my nephew. Cause he goes through them. Like they're made out of paper. And then like, I have so many here. I just like mail some over to him and I'm like, here you go. And then I'm like, Oh, I've got enough points for an elite controller. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to send that to my, to my nephew. Cause he'll probably still destroy an Elite controller and they're so much more expensive. But like, you know, I I could always use another Elite controller. I'm not going to use the Telstra points on anything else. So I did that. It arrived at in the mail yesterday via courier and I kind of like chucked it on the couch behind me and then today opened it up. And I opened it up and it's just like kind of disgusting to be honest. Like the this is my Elite controller that's not from, the, that I didn't swap. There is scuff marks and stuff. But like, it's like someone had really long fingernails and like has scratched both sides of like each of the rubber grips on the front and back and like dug their nail into the joysticks and like scratched like it 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 does not look new mm, it doesn't gross. look refurbished quite well it, it looks basically used and i'm was kind of weirded by that by that and got in touch with telstra and they're like oh it should be new and are you sure that you didn't somehow swap it out and like i'm pretty sure i'm not lying to you about this so they're going to collect it. But I always thought it was weird that they thought I was lying. That is strange. And it's I like didn't... all serial numbers too. So like theoretically, Microsoft could check the serial number and tell us, you know, if it was refurbished and then maybe explain why they didn't bother like cleaning it up properly. Because it had all like the, you know, like the little stickers that they have on the accessibility yeah. stickers, like the really easy to peel off ones. Everything was sealed and it was in the little like hard shell thing that you get with the Elite controller. It, it looked new until you actually like took it out and went. Yeah, I opened it. Yeah. Yeah, that's very strange. I don't know how that could happen, really. Anyway. I'm not lying, I assure you. I have my integrity. Uh, So you can go check out the pictures if you want on my Twitter, SWriteAU, because I had a big whinge. Mm, Just a mangy old analog stick on a scratched up controller. Exactly. But problem solved. So despite Telstra kind of like making me feel like I was lying about it, uh, they've come through with a replacement. So at least there's that. That's a win. Good guy, Telstra. Exactly. Uh, what uh, else do we have to talk about? Nothing. This has been really bad in terms of like video game 
releases and news. So let's scrape the bottom of the barrel and talk about alcohol. It's it's not the bottom of the barrel. It, it allows us to have a good name for this episode, which in, instead of drinking games, it's drink your games. Because, uh, I mean, that's pretty much why we're talking about this. Good name. Um, generally speaking, there are a lot of dodgy times for games, but there's like a lot of beers and alcohols and things. And the most recent one is Moondog Brewery is doing a Saints Row beer, uh, which I don't know anything more about. They haven't sent us one to taste. What is your? What are you making of this? It has the weirdest name ever. It's a pale ale, and it's I forget even what the name is, but um, it's uh, soon to be available. I checked their website; it's not quite yet, but you should be able to go online and buy some beer for the RRP of nine dollars. So I'm assuming. One. Well, I'm assuming that's Four. for one. They didn't really say, but like that can't be a six pack. And I guess the only other thing. Is a one pack unless it's in a two pack, but a nine dollar can of beer seems a lot. Yeah, to me, well, it's, it's called Keep It Strange Santo, uh, and it's uh, well, they seem to come in four forty mil cans, which is slightly larger than usual, but it's still only four point five percent. So, but you're not going to get four for nine dollars. There's no way. Would you? Oh, maybe. No, no. Well, you, you know, on that note, I'm not a fan of the four pack. What's with all these breweries like cheekily? cutting off two and charging us the same price outrageous anyway well, but moondog yeah. itself is really good they um they're in preston and that's where a, a a launch party for saints row is also going to be taking place so if you're in melbourne and want to mm. rock up it's weird because it's on facebook and it seems to be like open slather um but obviously they have capacity limits and also there's like this promise of vip gaming celebrities and influencers and stuff so like i'm not sure how big the like guest list is before they let in general public but hey give it a try see how you go um moondog's really good they sponsor my beer league um because oh. that's in reservoir so it's a it's a trek to get to beer league it's a trek to get to moondog i'm probably not going to go for that reason alone um but their lager is what we get after you get a you get a drink you get a, a can of beer after hockey in my beer league, and we get Moondog Lager, and it's really, really good. It's easy drinking. It goes down like water. It might be because it's just easy drinking or because I played an hour of hockey beforehand, and I'll just, like, slam one. But good beer. Do do approve. Not a huge fan of pale ale, though, so I don't know. We'll have to, well, make, we'll have to try it. Hashtag not sponsored, but we probably should be sponsored after that because that sounded like an in-episode ad. You can't be skipping because it's, like, in the episode uh, we got nothing for that. We're not even drinking Moondog right now. So if I get it, I think anyway. I'm going to have to buy it, and I'm probably going to have to buy it for you, unless you have like can buy it online. I might have to buy it and then sh- it. reship it to you. So, so but like I, if, well, I mean that's the thing. Who's actually drinking these uh, promotional beers? Like the people at the launch party of Saints Row will, because it will be there for free, probably, or the only thing you can buy. Yeah, and that's about it. Like you're not going to walk into Dan Murphy's and be like, "You got any of this Santo beer? Whatever it's, called. I've already forgotten what it's called. Whatever it's called." Lost you know. scent. No, I don't know either. But yeah, that's, yeah. Like, Very some people fine. will. I guess people who are really, really excited about Saints Row. Is that a thing? Well, if, the thing is, it still just tastes like beer. So the there have been so many others for games, like Fallout had a beer. Uh, but the one that comes to mind is Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Uh, we got a case for that at MMG, and I believe you had some. It was like a dark beer. You, you brought it. You brought it to a friendly fire show taping. I think. Yeah, it was it was on the. Yeah, we had it on the friendly fire show. When else would we have had it? I mm. didn't want to take that whole case home on the train. It's probably why. Uh, 
it was okay if I recall, and it was kind of clever in that it was, you know, black hops. We're gonna to to do a dark beer. At least there was some level of tie-in. Nothing else to do with the game. It was just kind of a funky name. That was also made in Melbourne, but I can't remember who did it. Uh, perfectly fine beer. Good pun. I did do a, a joke review of it, which was one of the best things I've ever done. And I can't remember what I said. But and you, sure and you subsequently great. lost it to the ether because of the situation. Yes. Oh, that's I've got so a, good. I got, I've got a copy of it somewhere. I'll find it. Uh, but yeah, so it reminded me of that. Um, but they're always very strange, right? Like, I just don't see a market beyond like the we're doing a friendly fire show and we're drinking the Black Ops or the Little Santo, whatever. See, a car- bad name for this one because the Black Ops sticks with me. It's too long. I, had, I have to read it again and I still keep it strange, Santa. All right, nothing about Little Santa. Anyway. I'm and it just of- doesn't say Saints Row in it either. Like, why wouldn't it be more specific to Saints Row? Yeah, well, it does at the top where they do that thing where everyone's like, our company, X, your company, except they've uh, done a heart, which I'm over that. Uh, but yeah, like, we'll, well, we'll have some, but exactly. I don't really get it. That you were wrong about the Black Ops uh, Midnight Pale Ale. Well, well, wrong in that it's not from Melbourne. It's a, a Gold Coast brewery. I found oh, I found okay. an article that I wrote about it, but I haven't found the episode of the Friendly Fire show in which we uh, imbibe the... Well, that's strange. I wouldn't. I wouldn't picture a dark black hops beer being made in Queensland. It seems like they're more of your four X type of system up there. Craft breweries are more like the southern states. Yeah, I think you brought the entire case, and I think as we mm. were wont to do in that kind of friendly fire show uh, recording between the four of us, probably drank the case in one sitting and over the course of like an hour. So. Um, Maybe we won't yeah. dig out that episode because by the end, it's probably just us like slurring over our words and the like. But yeah. um, go there was some alcohol beer. <laughs> yeah, there was some baddies. Uh, this does lead me to think about all the weird type of game collabs that I've seen over the time. The one that always comes to mind is the Resident Evil 4 chainsaw controller which still pops up like you see like GameCube tournaments happening and people playing Smash Bros or whatever. And it's like, ha, I'm going to do it on the chainsaw controller. Uh, But like, what a weird thing to exist. But there's much weirder than that, right? And awkward too. It's, yeah, to hold. I've I've held one. I've not played a a game proper with it, but it was, yeah, it was very weird. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, um, there was another Resident Evil one. In Googling, hey, where did that chainsaw came from? I discovered that there was also a Resident Evil cologne, which I assume you have. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's called O de Leon S. Kennedy. I have no idea. Google tells me it's called T-Virus. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least that's what's on it. I'm not surprised. I thought they did like a couple different ones. There was like a Chris one and a Jill one and a... and a... Oh, yeah. There's, a, there's a, like a cologne and a deodorant, which is the first aid spray, like the spray from Resident Evil. Nice. Well, I have my Xbox uh, Axe body spray. No, Lynx. It's Lynx here, Ooh. don't I? Uh, I had the I had the body wash gel that they sent me as well, but it exploded in the uh, post. So I opened up the bag and it was just like covered in green goo. So that was a somewhat of a failure, I think. Um, and it smelled yeah. extremely strong. You know, like any kind of like Lynx body spray has that kind of like prepubescent yeah. man Teenage boy showering in it instead of having a shower. Yeah, but a bit of that. Not ideal. 
Yeah, I would say most of the merch, though, you can't actually buy. It's the stuff that gets sent around, and you must have had loads of it, because I've had heaps back in the day that's been thrown away. And some We should have thought about this before the show, but there's been so much stuff that's just appeared, and like, why? Why is this a thing? I did enjoy the um, little, was it Fallout or um, Skyrim cakes that they had at PAX one year? That was at least a good, like, crossover with the bakery. It's kind of like, I get that. Food and useful things are, are yeah. very good. Um Getting like your seventeenth moleskin notebook with like a destiny logo on the front, kind of useful, not so much. Um, a whole bunch of pins and cardboard cutouts and maps and stuff, not not great either. Like such a privileged position, I'm talking about all the random stuff I get in the mail. Uh, extra large T-shirts can just go in the bin. Like I I have enough rags in my garage. Mm-hmm. I don't need any more. But um. Yeah, I'm feeling very entitled now, just kind of rattling off some of this stuff. So I'm just going to slink into obscurity now. You can buy a lot of that stuff at conventions, but you don't because it's outrageously expensive. And it's you realize it's, it's kind of like a show where it's like, this is a cheap product that you've attached your branding to. Uh, not saying that's what's happening with Moondog Beer. I'm sure that's an excellent product, which just happens to have a Saints Row sticker on it. Potentially it could be better than the game. I haven't played it. I don't know. I'll have to wait and trial both to make that decision. But that does <laughs> tend to happen quite a lot. Yeah. And I don't know, like it's, it, we're seeing of late a lot more booze kind of things happen in the industry. I guess that's maybe people acknowledging that the demographic of gaming is probably going up because it was started off as people like us as, ch- as children who couldn't drink booze uh, now kind of growing up and, and sticking with it. Uh, I think PAX Australia now has its own official beer in Voodoo Ranger, who I think sub- oh, really? like, sponsor the, the Chiefs esports team. So now there's like an official beer of PAX, um, which means there's beer at PAX, not like beer a little bit away from PAX, like at the places along the wharf, but like, I guess, beer at PAX. So that's, I guess the licensing all works for the exhibition center. It must. But mm. that's well. That could be something. a great a great panel for us is to just trial and review Oz Clark style all the various game sponsored slash uh, partnered beers. So we've got the Black Hops, we've got the Moon, whatever this is, Saints Row, whatever Santo. Uh, <laughs> we've got the Pax beer. We've got the uh, the the other one I found, which is Assassin's Creed Bourbon. That's in the US, and I don't really get that. I don't think we're getting that. It's just Assassin's Creed stuck on a bottle of bourbon. So strange things. Didn't didn't you find another one? Um, Space Invaders. Space Invaders. Okay, that's an old one though. Oh. Could be fun. I imagine like Japan is full of that type of stuff, right? I've yet to be. I'm trying to get to Japan. We've been trying to go to Japan like for the last two years. We went to we last went overseas in 2019. This is a total sidebar. Sidebar doesn't matter. Uh, and the plan was always like we'll do Europe in 2019. Then in like 2021 or so, we'll go to Japan somewhere a bit closer and just one place. And still waiting for them just to open their border. We were going to go this October. Maybe next year I'm hopeful they'll open and I can finally do that fake Mario Kart thing, whatever that you did. And I don't know if you can. Time. I think they closed them. I, I think they got sued oh. out of oblivion. Um, and that's, the, that's the sad thing. Like, I, I, There used to be like a Resident Evil cafe and a Capcom cafe and like a name, insert name of Japanese game here cafe with like probably more food-themed things than beer-themed things or sake-themed things. But... Like, I think we missed out on that entirely. I don't know if that happens as frequently as, as it used to. Um, so I guess pour one out for 
oh, well. novelty gaming things. If we ever get there at some point. Anyway. Well, you could, um, we could get Claire writing for Survivor and you guys could use the, uh, the loophole of you could get a press visa to go to Tokyo Game Show. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to get her to play any game at all. So uh... we could just throw Claire's name on some of the articles that I've written, and then she can. Just no, 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 no. Cut this out. Cut this out. <laughs> We're totally squeaky clean business. We would never do anything like that, and we do not have any need to. Well, maybe I just have a pen name. You have had a few in the past, but we won't dig C- them up. Otherwise, it's not a pen name, is it? Called Ben's fiance. That's my pen name. That's I need to work on it. Maybe. Um... We don't do these dodgy things, I assure you. Uh, anything else, I guess, with ta- game tie-in stuff that you want to talk about? Nothing more. Yeah. It's, would, wouldn't you rather talk about new games or interesting news? But I would like to, but I would like to ask you, did you know that PS5 accolades even existed? Because uh, they don't anymore. <laughs> I did when I wrote the news article about them disappearing. So what? what was it? Uh, like a rating system. There was, I think, and I couldn't tell you which, I could tell you probably one of the four. There was like four different categories that you could vote someone in. And the one that I can think of is called leader, but it's basically like nice fluffy things. It was never like, that's a problem. Ben is a griefer and is smurfing and my free to play game. It was always like, Ben's a nice guy and he was very communicative and was helpful in my online play experience. So you, you could, after an online play experience with someone else uh i forgot to close outlook so sorry about that notification podcast people and i'm too lazy to fix it um you could uh, toast someone with an accolade and that would show up on their profile if someone was so inclined to look at it and uh sounds like a linkedin i've endorsed you type of situation (laughs) not a game thing i guess so so because no one was using it lo and behold sony decided to pull it out so well, it doesn't it doesn't make sense for online gaming. Like you either play with the people you know and like, or you play with randoms who either totally ignore you or they send you a message just being like, You suck. Like Yes. Good game doesn't really happen. So it's weird that there's not the removal of any online uh complaint system. So you're still able to block and report people quite readily, and I think really I bad. use that more often than not, but I don't think I would ever be so inclined to go and say nice things about a person. And that's like the nature that's not even the nature of gaming, that's the nature of the internet in general. Like occasionally yeah. you'll get someone on like our very viewed control get the cat ears video guide that are like, thanks, that's nice. But like one guy's like, oh, like you said this word funny when you were explaining how to get to something. You said something stupid or like your face is dumb. Like, okay. Like people just like complaining, I suppose. Yeah. It's like the, whenever you look at any Google review, it's either, every review is either five stars or one star. It's people complaining, they hate everything, or it's for some reason, someone being like, you know what? I enjoyed it so much. I'm going to give you a good review. That is the side which does not translate to games. It's just the, I hate everything. Right. Um, quickly, can we just point out that if you like this podcast, you should definitely go and rate us a five on your platform of choice. Uh, and I know that everyone is literally rushing out, falling over themselves to go yeah. and do that right this second. So uh, straight to the five. Thank you. And to be honest, I've never done that for any other podcast or anything ever either. So maybe I should start practicing what I preach. That's right. Makes perfect sense. 
Uh, in my going back to an actual 360 that was lagging like hell, I did notice that it had the same thing. It had those five stars that I'd completely forgotten about, like on your profile, which was your rating, right? Like your reputation. Oh, yeah. And everyone had five stars, except there was always like that one guy who had two. And it's kind of like, how did this happen to you, guy? Like no one uses a rating. And the default must have been five because I don't think I was ever rated or I rated anyone. I just had five stars. And everyone did. So it didn't really work. <laughs> Well, that was Microsoft just deciding that everybody was inherently good. Um, and since it's that system is gone, I think maybe that's telling that that didn't pan out the way it should have. Um, have you seen that Twitter account from like the 360 era Xbox Live messages, which is just screenshots or like off screen? It's very funny. They're all the same messages that come up, but it's just people abusing each other. Often, if they've made it to the Twitter account, there's normally a funny response in there somewhere. And often it's, you know, like, you suck, what are you doing? And it's like, sorry, I'm only eight or something. <laughs> and it's like, oh, sorry, you're actually pretty good for that age guy. And he's like, yeah, but my mum says I'm fat. She calls me little fat boy. I'm like, okay, it's clearly bullshit, but still kind of funny. Well, I uh, I enjoy no. that. Um, that. That's what that's what Xbox Live was back in that star rating day. So I'm surprised uh, that anyone had five stars. Well, that I the video game donkey guy oh, on yeah. YouTube, he's funny. He's done a couple of videos now where it's just like him talking to children basically in Fortnite, and he calls it i think he calls it like the the videos Fortnite babysitting and it's just like kids who are clearly between the ages of five to ten just like letting loose and it's the funniest thing i have ever seen in my life i highly recommend it go and check it out um yeah and that like it's half the time even with these systems like if I if I could talk about some roller champions some more, Ben, because I know you love me talking about roller champions. Oh, I can't believe you're still playing. But anyway, go on. <laughs> there are people who don't either don't pass and are just generally awful, or there's like literally just like two year olds that are just like heavy breathing and screaming into the microphone the entire time. And you can like report them for inactivity because half the time they just sit around and do nothing or like whatever. And you can block them, and then you like join up to the next game and you're playing with exactly the same people regardless of what you've done so even when you go and try to report people it seems like a futile measure so why would you again expend any energy to do something nice for someone mm. the world is now, on fire we're horrible people this is why all team-based games when you're not playing with people you know never work out yeah just as it is yeah well, isn't uh, that a nice bleak place to end that little bit of the discussion? Let's end how we always end, at least every second week, with our only regular segment, which is this week in delays. What do we have delayed this week, Steve? Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns is not only delayed potentially into 2023, but it's also going to now have a staggered release. So it's uh, PC and current gen when first available, and then the last gen of consoles sometime oh, wow. after that. That's a good a good indication that we're finally moving to current gen as the real current gen, because previously it's always been Xbox One and PS4 and the the in quotations next gen used incorrectly update coming soon. In the case of Cyberpunk, like two years later or nearly two years later, uh, yeah. So it's good that we're going the other way. And some of these games that do this, I think more will. It'll be here's the current gen version, last gen coming soon, and then quietly last gen gets cancelled. Which is fine. I think we're we're slowly getting time-wise far past the support needed for these things. And also, I guess far more importantly, we're getting to the point where stock of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X 
and of course the S, which is pretty much always available now. Like you can get one if you want one, you should get one. So it is. You know, I will leave that hanging for next week. I'm going to ask you at the start of next week's episode. What do you tell all the people that ask you how to get a PS5 or an Xbox Series X? Because everyone's forever asking me, and I don't really know what to tell them. So I'll give you a week to think about it. Don't answer now. <laughs> yeah, I already have mine. I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. Um, cool. Uh, so that's yeah. delays. That's coming soon. That's uh, delays. I think that's this week's episode. A short one, but a good one. Well, this is our normal length, actually. Whatever that length was is our a regular ish we're normally over time so that's what we're trying to do that's true all right uh stuff coming up on the website reviews i can't quite talk about yet because of the timing of this episode but because the controller's already been shown on a number of people's twitter accounts uh there will be a special we are robots custom cult of the lamb dual sense controller up for grabs on the website go take a look at it it's like fluffy like that sonic controller was it's weird um and obviously DualSense can be used on PS5 and PC, so go and check it out. And there'll be some reviews probably next week that we can talk about, but I don't think we'll both have played them, so might just we'll even be at that. that. Yeah. Well, and I'll think really long and hard about your your uh, retail question. I'm looking forward to it. All right. How do we uh, find you on the internet, Mr. Salter? I am Ben underscore Salter on Twitter. You can follow me there. You can't give me five stars there, but you can give me five stars on your podcast choice, app of choice. Uh, and where do we find you? S right A-U. Uh, or you can get both of our words and more people's words and other words and some videos. I don't know, whatever, at survivor.com. Uh, to prove me wrong. Give us a rating. Tell your friends. Like, let's become the number one podcast beating out Joe Rogan or whatever. And we won't give you weird, dodgy uh, COVID tips. We'll just be Perfect. two cool dudes. That's right. That's how I see us. Until next week. Goodbye. <laughs>